Welcome to the Advice for Myself podcast, episode number three. And uh, this this episode, you know, it, it's been a little break since, you know, one and two came out. So this episode was kind of re-inspired by my brother telling me that I should write more, uh, or at least to start writing on Medium. And then I was like, oh, well, I kind of, I, I would love to do that. I should do that. You're right. But also, I kind of started the podcast for the point of, you know, sharing ideas as well. So maybe I'll maybe I'll do both. I'll write on Medium and I'll do a podcast just because, hey, I'm writing down my own ideas. I'm This isn't for anybody else but me. Um, and also, I mean, maybe it is for other people, but maybe you really, really don't care what I have to say. If you don't care what I have to say, I'm glad you're here. If you do care what I have to say, I'm glad you're here. Today, we are talking... I am talking, you're not talking, I am talking about correlation versus causation. And I think a lot of times we forget that just because something is correlated with something else doesn't mean that it causes something else. So just because, just because, oh, I don't know. The here the the example that's in my mind. Bear with me. I'm a nerd. The example that's in my mind is just because housing prices are increasing doesn't mean that it's being caused by any one specific factor. However, there might be a lot of factors that seem correlated with why house prices are going up. So for me, I, I'm interested in this because my dream, my goal is to build my own real estate empire. <laughs> uh, you know, not obviously not in a nefarious way, but in a social utility and social good way. I want to I want to be able to use my rental properties to do good for people and provide them safe and secure homes that they can build their families within long term. So that's that's my goal. And so I, I've been paying attention to real estate prices and, and the trends of real estate values. And I, a friend of mine sent me an article from a chief economist at First Trust. Uh, that's a bank, a regional bank um, near me. And it, it spoke about how the housing boom is going to continue because, and I quote, the primary problem is lack of homes. So here we have an example of claiming causation of a lack of homes as causing the rise in prices of houses nationwide, right? Year over year, uh, prices are oh, maybe, I think, 11.2% uh, up in the last 12 months, the largest gain since 2005-2006. And that's the Case-Shiller Index. We really don't care about you know what index we're using. We're just saying over the last year, House prices have increased 12%. So, I mean, you can imagine that's about a percent per month. We'll just, you know, say that a percent per month, 12%, one tenth. So, if you bought a house for $100,000 last year, it's now worth $110,000. Or a $200,000 house last year is now $220,000. So, we can see how the sharp price increase causes a lot of, you know, it, it changes the, the home ownership equation for a lot of different people. So 
this chief economist, and now I am not a chief economist. I'm, I am, you know, just a person that, you know, my idea here could be flawed. And if it is, I hope that someone will point it out sooner than later so that I can change my thinking. But by saying the primary problem is the lack of homes, I think doesn't actually hit the source of the issue. They say that home, new home builds do not keep up with demand. However, I don't think that solves the entire problem. I don't think that's the entire picture. So they're claiming causation from this one factor by calling it the primary problem. Whereas I would argue that there could be a host of problems and that's just one of them, but that another cause that they don't mention, another potential cause, remember we're just because just because two things move together doesn't necessarily mean that they are caused by each other or that one causes the other. They just happen to move together and be correlated together. I think I think another reason that house prices are increasing so much is because of the interest rates, low interest rates by the Federal Reserve. I, I would actually argue that that's the primary uh, cause of the house inflation. If we if we look at some other proxies, right? So if we just say, okay, let's forget about houses. Let's see if this is true. Is inflation causing, again, causing house prices to increase. We already know that inflation and house prices are correlated, but is low interest rate inflation causing house prices to increase? I look to used cars. And if we look at used cars, March 2021 Mannheim index, which shows the the price changes in used vehicles, that's at 5.87% month over month. And we're at 26% over last year, which means if you bought a vehicle last year used, sold it now, and then tried to buy a new identical vehicle compared to what the value was, like replacement cost, if we're thinking replacement cost, or if we're thinking just, okay, we're going we're gonna to buy a vehicle and use it and then see what its value is now this year, we're up 26% from last year. So year over year, car prices have increased. Um, but is that because of low inventory, like the economist is saying? I don't I don't think used cars inventory really matters relative to their prices. It the the raw material price increases have no impact on used cars because used cars have already been off the lot for you know a year or two years or three years or more. So is it really a shortage if something that really isn't causing it something that low inventory isn't causing a price increase somewhere else then why would inventory cause a price increase here if they're both if they both the the common thread between used car prices and housing prices the a common theme between why their prices increase inventory isn't shared between them but the interest rates are shared between them uh so if you know again I, I'm looking at real estate. That's my dream. That's my goal. If we take the same $250,000 house with, let's just say 20% down. So $50,000 down and we're, we're, we want to get a loan for the other $200,000. This is why I think the interest rate makes such a big difference here with house prices, as opposed to what everyone, or at least what it seems the going consensus is, is that inventory is causing low, or excuse me, low inventory is causing high prices.
if we if we just look at this two hundred thousand dollar loan, and we take the ten year high interest rate and the ten year low interest rate, so the ten year high is four point nine four percent, the ten year low is two point six five percent. So we see that there's a spread of of about two point three percent between the ten year high and the ten year low. That two point three percent on a two hundred thousand dollar loan over thirty years it doubles the lifetime interest. So at the lower percentage, at 2.65% at on a $200,000 loan, the lifetime interest is about $92,000. And that's, that's lifetime interest paid over the life of the loan. Now, at the higher interest rate, that's 187000 over 187000 So we see from 92 to 187, that's a doubling. I mean, it, the the interest rate didn't quite double itself, but it's pretty close. Like, that's a pretty big swing. And in the last year, we've been in such a loose credit, low interest rate environment that now with home prices, what I believe is that the the low interest rate has allowed people who used to be on the margin of being able to buy a home to now buy a home. So rather than inventory being short supply of people who are looking to buy houses increases so the competition of the buyers is increasing as well as maybe there is a shortage the the um the source that i'm using here remember the chief economist is saying that uh 1.5 million dollar new starts or excuse me 1.5 million unit new buildings new constructions of new homes is where we need to be, but we're only at 1.25. So we're at uh, we're at 250,000 homes fewer than we need. But I would argue, maybe perhaps more of the the influence is coming on the interest rate side. Remember, remember, remember a 200,000 dollar loan here. On the difference in interest rate alone, nothing else changes about the loan. The interest rate change alone from 2.65 to 4.94 causes a $200 per month payment change. How many, for how many Americans and how many people in the world would $200 a month make a huge difference on the type of home they can afford? I, I would argue that it makes a huge difference. So now that people have easier access to credit, I, I, I guess my thesis is that the causation of home prices increasing, the causation is for many factors. So we can't say that one thing alone causes it. Many things are correlated with it. And I would argue that the strongest correlator is low interest rates. Now, I might have to do some more research to see if during the mid-2000s uh, when you know the housing spike and crash happened, I, I have to still go back and look to see if housing prices then were also preceded by low interest rates because I think that would affirm my position. But really what I want to draw on here and what I want to point out to myself and also to everybody else who might be listening is that you don't necessarily know causation just because you know correlation. Sometimes the true cause of something is outside the realm of experience or empirical data, and the correlation is the best that you can do with it. 
Now, decisions can be made either good or bad because of that disparity, right? But just because two things are correlated doesn't mean that one causes the other, right? It would, I, we, we could go through some more examples, but I think that's enough for today. Just as a thought to keep in your mind, um, you know, just because this person isn't talking to me right now doesn't mean that something's wrong. Could just be that they're busy, right? That's a different cause. One cause is I did something wrong or we're having a fight. The other cause is they're having a really busy day or they are going through some stuff right now and don't really have the capacity for additional conversations with additional people. So correlation versus causation, that's the theme of the day. Thank you for listening to advice for myself. As always, don't forget this, uh, this is advice for myself, <laughs> and uh, hopefully, hopefully you've enjoyed our time together, um, and hope to see you again at some point in the future, or not, and uh, yeah, make it a great day.